Tier 3 south, clear. Tier 4 north, clear path. Tier 3 north, clear path. Man missing on Tier 2 cell 245. Dufresne, get your ass out of here, boy. You hold up the show. Don't make me come down there. I'll thump your skull for you. Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where we go through 101 movies to see before you die. As always, I am Jacob, and with me are... I'm Kat. And I'm Nick. And this week it is Kat's turn, so over to you. Thank you, Jacob. <laughs> um, so this week we watched uh, The Shawshank Redemption. Have you guys seen it before? Many, many times. Yeah. This was the first time i have ever <laughs> seen it. And good, bad? So Con- good. Yeah, okay, so good. I'm glad. If you said anything other than that, <laughs> I would have been so disappointed. <laughs> I would have been shot. <laughs> um, so, The Shawshank Redemption was released in 1994, and it was directed and written by Frank Darabont. Um, it tells the story of a banker, Andy Dufresne, who is played by Tim Robbins, and he's sentenced to life in Shawshank State Penitentiary. Um, over the next 20 years, he befriends a contraband smuggler, Ellis Red Redding, played by Morgan Freeman, and becomes involved in a money laundering operation in the prison, um, which is led by the prison warden. Um, and so this movie is often cited as the greatest, if not the greatest movie of all time, and rightly so, I believe. Um so, Jacob, because it was your first time watching it, would you like to give us a plot overview? I mean, you you sort of just gave it to us a little bit there, but... Um, do you want to give us some more, like, in-depth? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could uh, do that if I just fix that. There we go. Um, yeah, I guess. So, what's his name? Andy is yep. arrested and he is... Uh, okay. He is then incarcerated in Shawshank and it's 1947 47 47 is when he's convicted okay so so it's 1947 um he is charged or convicted of murdering his wife and her lover and like you know in the court case it opens with it's like you know his gun only holds six bullets but they were shot eight times so the Prosecution was trying to like you know, so well he reloaded and then shot both of them once again in the head. Mm. Like so it's like you know this wasn't. It wasn't a crime of passion. Yeah, it, it was, was like this was a planned. Yeah, and I was like, mm, you're a shit lawyer, but you've won, <laughs> so fuck you. And then he ends up in um, Shawshank, and it's months before he kind of talks to anyone. Yeah. And the first person he talks to is Red, played by Morgan Freeman, and. They kind of develop a bit of a bond because Red's the one that you go to to get stuff if you need it and gets a um, rock, it's a called rock, rock hammer, hammer because yeah. he wants to make little rock pieces Yeah, just stuff. like carve stones to pass the time. And then, yeah, as Kat said, he gets involved with the warden in, you know, money laundering because he's a hotshot banker. and Yeah, he understands the financial Yeah, he knows his way around world. everything. So he kind of is, yeah... Um, helping everyone out with their finances and then they start embezzling money and then a young new prisoner comes into the prison who says he was in a cell with someone that admitted to doing the murder. So, like, proving that, you know, Andy yeah. was in- innocent after all. And all this time Andy has said he was innocent. Yeah. And it's been, like, ten years. 
Yeah, and then the warden kills that guy because the warden doesn't want... Doesn't want to lose his cash cow. Yeah, he doesn't mm. want... Yeah, and then one morning, Andy's gone. And yeah, is that it? It's the whole movie. <laughs> I don't know what else to add. Um, do you want to tell us how he escapes? I mean, it's been, what, 26 years, I'm sure. If you don't know yeah, by true. now, then... Um, he <laughs> uses the rock hammer, so he has a big poster on the wall, and he uses rock hammer to tunnel through the wall and then gets into the sewage pipe and then crawls, you know... Is it 500 yards? Yeah. yeah. Through the sewage pipe and then puts on a suit and off he goes because he takes the warden's suit because the warden t- told him to get it, take it down to the laundry every like day to get it dry cleaned. Yep, and polished his shoes. And he just put it in a bag, sealed the bag up and then mm. just walked out the suit and threw all the money laundering. He created a fake person that had a driver's license and all, like, social security yeah. number. So he just walked into the banks that they used and took pretended to be that person because he had all the right paperwork, took all the money and went to Mexico. <laughs> a fucking genius. Such a good plan. Yeah. Like, Such I, a good plan. Insanity. Definitely playing the long game there because, like, at the start, Red, when he gives him the hammer, he says it's it would take a man 600 years to tunnel out using it but it only takes him like 19 and a half years yeah he does pretty well in the hole yeah and like he just has the poster and like there's a great little moment he's like looks back past the poster in that little flashback yeah and he's like no i'm good keeps tunneling and i think it was only like by accident that he yeah because he was carving his name into the cell wall yeah and and it fell apart apart. and because he has an understanding of geology so he just knew. Yeah, that was fantastic little, you know. Yeah. It's great. So good. So, so good. Yeah. Yeah. And so while this is kind of all happening, like that's the main story, you get kind of a few little side plots or like side stories with other prisoners. So, for instance, um, there's one older man uh, called Brooks. It's very sad. It's very, so very sad. sad. Um, and it's not explicitly said in the movie, but it's kind of implied that he murdered his wife and daughter um, after losing at a streak of poker. Um, and so he spent 50 plus years in this prison and that's all he knows. Like he, I think he said he came there in like 1902 or 1905 or something. Yeah, it's like a thing he was like, you know, I saw an automobile once yeah. when yeah, I was when younger I was and now they're everywhere. Yeah, so he gets released. It's and, um, like... He what, doesn't know 50s? how to. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know how, how to, to operate. And yeah, yeah, so yeah the world's so completely different. World, yeah, yeah. It's, it's completely different. Yeah, um, so he eventually ends up committing suicide, which is like one of the saddest scenes in any movie I've ever watched. I think mm. it was a genuinely sad scene because it kind of makes you realize, you know, yeah, these people, like most of these people, have done like horrific, horrible things, but. Back then, like, this guy was in prison for, like, 50 yeah. years or so. Like, even now, like, if you murder someone now, you're probably getting 20. Yeah. 25, like, and then you're out. Mm. Like, no one's... Like, some people, like, do get, you know, if they've murdered more than one person, like, not concurrent, like, sentences. Like, yeah. you serve one, then you mm. serve the other. Yeah. But, like, most... But, like, these people, like, especially at this point, like, they went into prison in a pre-World War One 
Yeah, he Whoa. was literally in prison over two world wars. Yeah, and they've like, come out in the 50s. Yeah. Like, that's a huge yeah. societal shift. Yeah. You know, he goes and he, they get to, like, the halfway house and he gets a job packing groceries. And, you know, mm. think of, like, the last time he would have been in, like, you know, a grocery, a grocery store. store compared to the new supermarkets that were come, popping up in the 50s. Like, that's a yeah. huge yeah. shift. I mean, even now, imagine if someone went to jail in, like, 1970 and they came out. Now, yeah. Right yeah. now. Yeah. It's the world. What would you do? Yeah. Like, you'd, you'd want to be put back in. Yeah. Like you don't sure. know. Well, that's yeah. what he said too. Like he had a standing and he was yeah. like, a, he had a reputation in the prison and he had a standing in that mm. society. Yeah. But he came out and yeah, he, was he was no the one. Book guy. Like, yeah. yeah. He ran the life. Like, yeah. He yeah. gave everyone books and like he had a role and everyone in the prison, like the whole time like he's in there, everyone respected him. Yeah. Mm. Like he wasn't someone that. People would mess with her or anything. He was just the book guy yeah. that brought the cart around, you know. Yeah. And it was, everyone was like, yeah, that's like, you know, he had a role to play and he was respected. Mm. And he was one of the oldest people in there. So everyone respected him because he'd been there for so long. Yeah. That, mm. you know, he was, a, you know, I suppose you could say a senior figure yeah, among well, the inmates. Was, yeah. Mm. Um, and then, so other than Brooks, you've got kind of Red's story. Yep. And you don't really find out what Red does, I don't think. Not that I can remember. Yeah. No. Oh, I know. Yeah. Or did he uh, steal something? I, or I, I don't know. I thought he killed someone. Maybe he accident. killed them by mistake because I remember I, him saying that it was a, like a stupid choice a young man yeah. made. Yeah. That photo in his folder, like file. Yeah is a photo of Morgan Freeman's son. Alfonso. Oh, and yeah. he's actually in the movie. He, is he? Yeah. So when um, when Andy's bus first pulls up with all the other prisoners and that, yeah. he's one of the guys standing there yelling like, fresh fish. Or yeah, whatever. right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And I knew that beforehand. So I like looked and I was like, oh my God, he <laughs> looks actually, like yeah. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> that's really, yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, so Red's story is... He's been there for what, like forty years or something. By, by the, the end, end of it's it. forty years, yeah. So he'd already served twenty by the time you get there, and he, you kind of meet him, and he's in the um, parole board hearing, and he's kind of saying he's been reformed and he is not a danger to society he's and just that. Spilling out the line, that, yeah, yeah, that they want to hear, mm. and he gets rejected, yeah. and so you see this a couple of times through the movie until um, it's after Andy escapes, and he, I guess he's kind of given up hope almost. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. And he's just like, like, I'm reformed, but like, I just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, and they actually let him out. Yeah. He's like, I'm over it. Like, yeah, I can sit here and say what you want me to say and you still reject me. Like, yeah. Brunch just says like, stuff you to everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, what are you going to do? Like, Mm -hmm. leave me in here. Like, I don't care anymore. Whatever. Like. Exactly. If I stay, I stay. Like, because he, even he says to any, like he's become an institutionalized man. Like that's his life. Because 40 and, years, yeah, yeah. Andy wants him because Andy's whole plan is to get out and go to this town on the Pacific coast of Mexico and open a hotel, mm. you know. And he wants to get a boat and fix it up and take his guests out, you know, fishing and out on like you know, out in the ocean. And he's like, Oh, you know, Andy says to Red, like, I could really use someone that knows how to get things, yeah. And Red's like, I know how to get things in here, but in the world, it isn't, I don't know the world outside anymore, like, yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. And when he does eventually, like when Red is released and he gets out, you can tell it's like, you know, 
Just going through he the gets, motions. He goes to the same halfway house as like Brooks. Brooks went to. Yeah. And then like he has the same job packing the grocery bags. And even like there's a moment where Red asks his boss, can I go to the toilet? Like, can I use the bathroom? And the boss is like, you don't have to ask me. And then Red's like, you know, I spent decades asking permission. I can't go without asking. Yeah. He's like, I have to ask because yeah. he spent the last 40 years asking permission to go to the toilet. Yeah. That if it's... You can't break it. That like, if someone says no, he's used to just not going to the bathroom because mm. mm. like, he spent so long, you know, in that yeah. environment that he needs that permission to go. Yeah. And it's really like heartbreaking to see. It is really heartbreaking. But like, you know, Andy says, you know, go when you get out, go to this certain field and there's a certain tree next to a rock wall. And, you know, in the rock wall, there's a rock that looks like it's not meant to be there. And underneath there's something buried. And he's like, you know, and Red asks him, you know, what's there? He's like, when you get there, you'll find out. Yeah. And there's a letter and money. Like, Red's obviously... Very, um, very bold, assuming the tree, let alone all the rocks, would still be there. Yeah, yeah. but like, um, Andy's like, he's, pla- he's told him that before he's escaped. So he's escaped, gone there, mm. put that there, and then gone to Mexico. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's clever. But like, also like, what if the farmer was just like, nah... Cut this tree down and get rid of this wool. Yeah, oh, look right. at the money. Yeah, like you know, Red could yeah. shop and like, um, there's a housing estate here now. <laughs> um, it's the fish shopping center. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, but yeah. it all worked out. Yeah, it did. That tree actually um, got struck by lightning in 2011 and like split in half. But then it was felled in 2016 because it was like falling apart. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like an, it's got See, its that own Wikipedia while page. Red was yeah, there. exactly. Like. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so, yeah, everything works out in the end. Yeah. Um, so, I might just talk a bit about, like, how this movie came to be. Please. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know if you guys know, but this movie is based on one of Stephen King's lesser-known works, um, yes. Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, and it was part of a bigger book that he wrote. Um, it was a small novella. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, obviously... King is known for essentially writing a crazy amount of books and having them made into movies. I just have the Stephen King theory, allegedly. Yes. I feel like Stephen King is a group of people. There's no way that one man can write that much like stuff. Mm. How do you have the time? How do you physically have the time to write? Is well, it- that's all he does. But like. <laughs> I feel like that would have been proven by now, though. Yeah. I just don't know. It's and he's so been weird. writing since, what, like the 80s or 70s? Yeah, but so. it's just wild. And he's, like, son's doing it now, too. It's like... Mm. Yeah. My brain's Props blown. To him. But anyway, so King is um, quite well known for selling the rights to his stories to, like, new directors for a dollar. So Darabont... Is that how you say it? Is it Darabont or Darabon? I'd say Darabont. Darabon. I would go with Darabon. Okay. That's how I read it in my mind when I was like okay. reading about it before. Silent T. I'll yep. try and remember. So Darabon bought the rights to adapt The Woman in the Room um, into a short film in 1983. But Ritter Hayworth and The Shawshank Redemption also caught his eye. But he didn't want to rush into making it because he hadn't had any kind of feature length film experience. And he wanted to kind of do it justice because he enjoyed it that much. Um so in 1987, so 
what's that, four years later, he bought the rights from King um, to adapt it for $1,000, which allegedly King never cashed that check but had it framed and sent to Darabon with the note, in case you ever need bail money. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, Allegedly, why I would he need bail this. money? Like, what's he? Do- what, was he a dodgy man? Like, does knows? King know something that we don't? I think it's just like a funny little yeah. thing because of the movie. Um, but anyway, so he bought them in 1987, but then he didn't actually write the screenplay until five years later, um, and then he only took eight weeks to write it. That's impressive. It's. Crazy. It's really impressive. Um, so he made quite a few changes to the original story, obviously, because it was a 96-page novella. Um, in King's version, Red narrates almost the whole story, kind of ruminating yeah. on his friendship with Andy, um, which you kind of get in the movie, but it's a lot less. Not as less. much, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest changes is the character of Brooks, who we spoke about his story, um, but in the original story he kind of just dies uneventfully in an old person's home um and the other character is tommy so tommy jacob spoke about he was murdered by the warden um poor tommy yeah yeah in the book um he's transferred to a nicer prison for staying silent so i think i think the movie Mm. kind of explores more that loyalty side of being in prison tommy's a character like so this is obviously the first time I'd watched this. And I had no yeah. idea. Like, I didn't even know that Andy escaped. Like, I had no idea where oh, this movie was. Oh, how did you not know? I genuinely know? just didn't know where any of this movie was going at any point. Like, I did not know any plot detail. So it's one of the ones, like, on a list that, like, I haven't seen. But also, like, some of the ones I haven't seen before, I know what happens. Yeah, mm. yeah. But in this, I had no idea. I'm kind of glad you had no like, idea, though. So I went into, I watched this the other night completely blind of what was going to happen. Mm. And when Tommy shows up, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, there's this kid, you know, he's probably about our age. Yeah, like, he it's the 50s, so, like, yeah. he would look how he looks. Yeah, but he, that. like, he's probably, like, roughly the same age as we are now. And, you know, he's got a wife, he's got a young kid. On the kid on the way, or kid, yeah, yeah, or yeah. something, infant, yeah, mm. and you know he hasn't had a good education. He's been in and out of prison for like, but in and out of prison for minor things. Like he's had like six yeah. months stays and one year stays and two year stays for like petty theft and like stuff like that. And this one yeah. is like a two year sentence for breaking and entering. for breaking and entering. So like he's much, he's a minor criminal, yeah, and he's just and you kind of feel like. In the time period, he's just had a poor education. He's obviously grown up in a rough area mm. and it's sort of all he knows. Yeah. And Andy helps him to get his high school equivalent yeah. education, which he gets. And, you know, then he's, you know, he kind of, Andy starts to turn him around. Like he goes from just, you know, hating the system and hating everything to Andy helps him get this thing. And even though he's still mad like that he thinks he's failed it and he's you know struggling he's kind of just like mad at the world yeah and th- then when he gets his results back in his past there's a genuine shift in how he sees the world yeah and he goes like hang on like cuz he wants to get straight like and yeah. not be a criminal anymore cuz he has a wife and a young kid and you know he wants to be able to support them properly and be there for his kid yeah 
And then when he, you know, he tells Andy about this guy that he was in a cell with that admitted to the murders, like, you know, laughing about how this, this hotshot banker husband got set up. And, like, it's obviously, like, that's the guy that actually like, can prove yeah, that Andy's, that Andy's innocent. innocent. And just on testimony of Tommy alone, Andy can get a retrial. But the warden doesn't want that, and it, Tommy gets killed, and it's a genuine like I was genuinely sad. Yeah, mm. like it's, it's so an upsetting sad. moment because he's worked so hard to get Tommy's to... done all this thing, and he's yeah. you know Andy did right by him and helped him, and now he's trying to do right by Andy and trying mm. to help him because he's like he's holy shit, like and like all of like Ren and Andy's friends are like holy shit. Andy's act like because they all have the thing like oh everyone's innocent in here yeah but they all have a moment of of like holy shit Andy's actually innocent like he actually has like he shouldn't be here yeah and all of them kind of had this moment of oh fuck yeah like and like all this shit that he's been yeah like they're like holy fuck like something needs to happen Mm. and when Andy goes to the warden about it saying you know I've been told this like help. Yeah. He gets put in isolation for two months in the box. Yeah. And while he's in there, Tommy gets killed. And it's like this hor- like horrific kind of... The warden's like, no, I need you in here because I'm getting mm. rich. And then it's like this selfish moment. And Tommy suffers kind of the ultimate consequence of that. Mm. Of just trying to do the right thing by someone that helped him. Yeah. And it's such like a sad... Like, watching I was like, hold... Like, it like kind of... it. It's kind of that point where you're like... Everything yeah. like I just give up. It, like it it's the of, point where you, as an as a viewer, give up on yeah. The, but it's kind the of like system, I guess, where the warden becomes like the true villain yeah. of the story because before that, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, but he's he, the main antagonist, yeah. but you don't really but him and um Hadley, Captain, Captain Hadley, Hadley, still do things that are helpful to Red. Yeah, and Andy because like once Andy starts, you know, helping them. Yeah, he kind of gets get protection special, yeah, from they, the guard. Like, like, like and, him yeah. and Red kind of get special privileges and all this stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah, okay. Like this is, I was thinking, okay, this is just going to be a movie like, yeah, the warden and some of the guards are assholes, but it's a prison in the like 40s and 50s. Like, yeah. what, like you know, what can you in do? rural America, like what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. But then when that happens, like, okay, holy fuck, the warden's actually like a fucking psycho. Yeah. And he's just in it purely for his own financial gain. And it just kind of, like, watching it when Tommy gets taken, because the guard comes and gets him, he's like, you know, oh, the warden wants to see you. And he's like, yeah, okay. And he gets taken outside Outside. of the prison. And he's like, oh, why does the warden want to meet me out here? And it's like, you're outside the fence. Like, that conversation takes side outside the gate. And, like, when it's outside, you're like, holy shit he's gonna die yeah because being outside and shooting him outside they can say and like the guy the guard in the tower that shot him oh he he got he got out yeah he tried to escape he was running we shot him yeah and it's like you fucking wanker yeah Yeah, that's way heavier than oh yeah Yeah. you got sent to a nicer prison yeah it's not talking yeah it's it's like it's not even like really it's like that's a full planned murder Yeah. yeah of him because it's like oh you took him outside the gates to have that conversation. Like, he was never coming back in. It just kind of shows the desperation yeah. of the warden like, as well. Yeah. Like, no matter how that conversation went, Tommy was, was never setting foot back inside yeah, that game. Like, it no. wasn't happening. Like, he went out there to die. No matter what was said, he was getting shot. So sad. Mm. 
And like, it's just, oh, it was just brutal. I was like, holy. And then like from there, like it kind of gets a bit darker as well. But then. Yeah. 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 yeah, Like it's just, I was not ready for any of that. Um, so where was I up to? I don't know. I tangented it again. That's all right. That's not even a word. At least you're not ranting this no. week. <laughs> like, I really enjoyed this film. I'm glad. Like, it, I'm glad. I'm like, um, yeah. Do you think it's the best movie of all time? No. One of the best. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's up, up there. there. It's definitely up there. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So Darabon um, also condensed multiple warden characters into the one to kind of give you just that one person to hate. Yeah, because really. it happens over the court. The whole the movie spans twenty, 20 years, years, and, and no must... one ages. <laughs> oh, they kind of do. Like it's very subtle. Yeah. But, but I mean, Morgan Freeman just looks like he just 60 the whole great. time. But yeah. then you look at Morgan Freeman now and he just hasn't changed. No. Actually true. Because what this was like 94. is frig- So Morgan Freeman would have been about 50 something. He's not 70 something now, is he? Yeah, he would be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. For sure. He's so old. Um, you, you keep going off. Find out where Morgan Freeman was born. Um, but anyway, so despite the script being written in only eight weeks, both Robbins and Freeman have said that it's the best script they've ever read. And Liz um, Glotzer, um, who was a producer at the time who worked on the film, also said it was the best script she's ever read. Um, this movie came out in 94? Yeah. So Morgan Freeman would have been 57. He's oh, 83 wow. now. He was Holy born dolly. on June 1st, 1937. Bloody hell. Oh, my there. gosh. Yeah. Wow. He was, yeah, 57 years old. Oh, he's getting old. Yeah. It's going to be a very sad day. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it out there in the universe. Okay. <laughs> um, so Darabon's script ended up landing on the desk of Liz Glotzer, who I just said was a producer at Castle Rock Entertainment. Um, at the time, prison movies were not really major box office um, hits. Have Apart from this, have apart they ever this, been? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got like Escape from Alcatraz. That's good. I like that movie. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, but she actually threatened to quit if they didn't produce the movie. So I think that says a lot about Darabont's yeah. script. Um, I mean, the movie that it produced is fantastic. So yeah. I'd say it would have been a pretty yeah. impressive. Um, so director and Castle Rock co-founder Rob Rayner um, offered Darabon $3 million to... $3 million and further financing of his future movies if Rainer could direct Shawshank Redemption. Um, but Daramont refused. Do you know who Rainer wanted cast in the lead roles? Yep. Um, so <laughs> Rainer wanted Tom Cruise cast as <laughs> Andy because he'd just finished A Few Good, a few good Men and was mm. like up there. And he wanted Harrison Ford as Red, which I can kind of see. Because in the I, novella, yeah. Red is an, an Irishman. Irishman. Okay. Yeah. So it was changed to I, be Morgan Freeman, but the original story is an Irishman. So having Harrison Ford, like it's it's just as much of it, like yeah. Changes. I, I think more Harrison yeah. Ford now, but not, not Harrison Ford then. in the nineties. Like no. he didn't look that. Harrison old. Ford in the nineties is like Indiana Jones three. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know, that's what I not, mean. Like yeah. just, it wouldn't work. I don't. Whereas think. yeah, having like but Morgan prob- Freeman, like maybe now, yeah, like maybe Freeman like late 50s. five ten years ago, you could have cast Harrison yeah. Ford, but but you could cast. 
Morgan Freeman at any time of his life. Yeah. Yeah. From the moment he's, he's always 50 looked, to yeah. now, he looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> he looks 60 now. He looks 60 whenever. Uh, yeah. Like, whenever he started. Um, no, he was born. He's like the curious case of ben, mm. Benjamin Button. Yeah. But he's just, he was born old. But has it just stayed so old. He doesn't no, like. Yeah, he'll he'll die, and people like someone will be like, "Oh yeah, he was 120," and we'll be like, "Oh my god, yeah, okay, yeah, he yeah, probably was." I, w- yeah. I would totally just be like, "Yeah, he's 150 right now." Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I accept that. Or yeah. he's 18. Yeah, it's the same. It's like Morgan Freeman died at the ripe old age of 33. What? <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, Raina wanted to direct it, but Daramon refused. Good. Um. So instead, Rainer kind of like acted as his mentor on the film because he hadn't had that much experience mm. previously. Um, and so within two weeks, Castle Rock, sorry, within two weeks of showing Castle Rock the script, Darabon had secured $25 million in financing, which is like pretty fast. That's really, really fast. Like that's impressively fast. It must have been a fucking phenomenal script. Why can't we write a phenomenal script? <laughs> um, so not a bit into Shut casting, up, which we've kind of touched on. Um, yes, we are. <laughs> Glotzer originally suggested Freeman for the role, kind of just like oh. ignoring that white Irishman typecast, mm. um, which worked out extremely well. <laughs> He's just got the voice for it. This was the first movie he actually narrated as well. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah sure. So I feel like it's... Kind of just grown from there with his voice. <laughs> you know, like with the with the narration on this film. Yeah. How some of it like, per- like perfectly matches the actions on set, like what's happening. Are you talking about the tiring scene? Yeah, like there's a couple of other. There's also like when they're yeah, like I was yeah, saying, a couple of others like Matt. Yeah. You know, like he recorded the voiceover before anything was shot. Oh, really? Mm. So that was the first thing done was the voiceover. And then when they were filming scenes that had narration, they played it back on set for the actors to act to. Yeah. But then there was so much tape noise in the narration that he re-recorded it clearer and like at a high quality. Yeah, there was like this weird buzzing. Yeah. Like that's just like, it's smart. Yeah. Mm. But like instead of having someone read... The actions. You yeah. have someone acting to acting to the to the reading. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, so for the character of Dufresne, um, Darabon wanted Gene Hackman or Robert Duvall, although they were both unavailable. I don't know how to feel about Gene Hackman. I feel like yeah. no one but Tim Robbins could have done. Tim this. Robbins is so good. Oh. Uh, no, he's the only one. <laughs> no, no, you both stunned. No, no, no. Tom Hanks could have done it. Yeah, but Tom Hanks was doing. Tom uh, Hanks was offered the role, but he was doing um, Forrest Gump. Yeah, so that, I, I don't think Tom Hanks could do it. Yeah, I reckon he. I reckon he's probably one of few early nineties. Yeah, I mean that could have done it because he was still early, quite young there too. Yeah, think of early nineties yeah. like people like at that. Yeah. Uh, mm. yeah What's maybe. his name? Um. Oh, what the, what the hell's the dude's name? I don't know. I'm going to keep continuing you keep while going. you think. So Tom Cruise was also offered the role and did table reads and everything, but he didn't want to um, work with such an inexperienced director. So he right. quit, <laughs> essentially. Um, 
And then Freeman ended up suggesting Robbins, who was eventually cast. Um, Bob Gunton was cast as the prison warden, Clancy Brown as Captain Hadley, and James Whitmore as Brooks. Brad Pitt was originally cast as Tommy and, like, had even accepted it until um, he, um, like, following his success in Thelma and Louise, he decided to drop out and kind of pursue more leading man roles. Um, Kiefer yeah. Sutherland, who I was thinking of. Who, sorry? Kiefer Sutherland, because oh. he he would have been on the back of, off the back of Three Musketeers in 93. Oh, yeah. And, like, he is so good. <laughs> I don't think movie. I've seen that movie. That movie is so good. <laughs> I feel like I won't enjoy it. No, okay. So, you have a cast of Chris O'Donnell... Oliver Platt, Kiefer Sutherland, and Charlie Sheen as your musketeers. That movie is wild. Okay, that could be pretty good. <laughs> it's the best. Um, so filming took place over three months, requiring the actors to work 18-hour days, six days a week. Just like being in mm. prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Freeman said that the tensions were high between the cast and directula. Dire- directula? What? Is that the directing tarantula? Um. So, yeah, tensions were high um, because Daramon required so many takes and, like, Freeman refused to, like, he would film a few and then just, like, be like, no. You have enough. That's enough. So, in particular, um, there was the baseball scene where Freeman's throwing the baseball. It took nine hours to shoot that and the next day Freeman turned up with his arm in a sling. Because he didn't stop throwing the ball for nine hours. And it's all back and forth. And so, like, another thing, another scene was the tar scene. So they obviously had to um, shoot that, but they were using actual tar, which sets after, like, very, very quickly. So it was genuine hard labor. That's fucked. So, and they had to shoot that in time with the voiceover. So they had to keep, like, reshooting it because Mm -hmm. it wasn't in time. Yeah, it was. It would have been absolutely grueling. Like Morgan Freeman would have been used to like major productions with probably like really experienced directors. Yeah. Okay, we've done four. We've got four takes of that. We've got coverage. Like, let's move on. And he'd be like, "Yeah, sick." Like, let's go. It'd be so. And then he's on this. It's like we've just done forty-seven takes. Yeah. The Morgan Freeman corners. It was like that. Twitching, and it was like like humid and hot weather, and just. Well, they're in Ohio, like it's filmed, and the movie set in Maine, where it's like a lot cooler. Yeah. They're filming in Ohio, and it's like. I was about to get to that. Sorry, jumping the gun. So, the prison that served as Shawshank was an actual prison. Um, It was the abandoned Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio. Um, and it had been shut down three years previously for inhumane living conditions. Jesus. I mean, yeah. I'm not even surprised, but so still. They, yeah. They kind of picked it for the, like, the gothic features and the fact that it was abandoned so they didn't have to work around Inmates actual. And stuff, yeah. Yeah, like actual prison activities. They just have an empty prison. Like, yeah, yeah let's go for it. Um, it's a really nice looking build. Like, as oh, a, it's as gorgeous. As prisons go. <laughs> It's pretty nice. Like it's a fa- pretty nice looking one. The facade is yeah. Yeah, really nice. It's a really nice. That aerial shot yeah. where they're all coming in is really nice. Like it's too. a nice building. It's just obviously the inside's horrific, but yeah. like the external facade of that building, like yeah. given like if the inside was like a hotel, like it's a nice looking well, building. Well, it's a tourist attraction yeah. now. Like it was originally yeah. planned to be demolished, yeah. but after the success of the film, they yeah. were like, we'll keep this. Yeah. 
I mean, um, I'd walk through it. I'd go on a tour. I reckon it'd be Why not? interesting mm. to do a tour. I'd play laser tag in it like Maybe. you can at Maitland. <laughs> I've done that before. Well, I've yeah, done the laser tag. It's so yeah. good. It's so yeah. good. Play laser tag in a jail like. That's so fun. It's so freaky. Mm. And I went at night as yeah, well. Yeah, we so did it, it at like, like a dusk session. And it was ooh. like when it gets dark. It's freaky. And you're like in a cell block on your own. Or you think you're on your own and you hear like, a noise. Yeah. You sort of shit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I want to just talk a little bit about the ending. Yeah. So the original ending of the film was to be when Red was riding in the bus and that was it. Like that was oh. what Daramon mm. wanted. So ambiguous and Well, they kind of wanted to leave it open, but um but Glotzer wanted to show Dufresne and Red reuniting and that's such like, a touching moment when like Yeah, exactly. Andy looks up and Red's there and he's he like his Holy he's like, shit. Yeah. You're he-. like it's such a nice one, like, you got out. You like, get that here. closure. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's like they're going to live happily ever after doing their hotel. So um, Castle Rock agreed to finance the additional filming um, without requiring its inclusion. So Daramon still got the final say, and I think, like, it just worked so well. Yeah, it's yeah. a really nice ending Yeah. to a essentially really sad story yeah, it, like it's yeah. so sad it i think you kind of yeah. yeah you need that because he spent 20 years yeah like, like in Andy's prison got, for not yeah. doing for wrongly imprisoned is what i'm trying yeah. to say like andy reached his goal of getting to mexico and you know he's yeah, got he's, he's got fixing the up boat. the boat and yeah then red rocks up like I'm here to help. Like, let's do this. It's just so nice. Yeah, like, <laughs> makes me cry every they're time. They're gonna I watch run their hotel together. And they're gonna get you know all the Mexican ladies. Good on them. Yeah, <laughs> they've got this. Um. So leading up to the release, Glotzer said that the test screen results were the best she'd ever seen, which is saying something. How do you get into a test screening? I don't know. I'd like to. I'd I like to do test screening. Um. Sounds fun. So King's... I feel like it isn't. Well, you'd know. have to sit there and like answer a questionnaire. That's and fine. I'm okay with that. Like... Because it sounds like they're... F- like from what I've read, they're filled with just dumb people. Oh. I'm a dumb person. It's okay. <laughs> because the majority of us are dumb. <laughs> yeah. I've like read stuff like for next week for what I'm like, yeah. talking about. Mm. Of like the movie I'm, I watched had a lot of test screenings that like kind of influenced it. And they took them really seriously because the I think a previous one they had just done was Rain Man. And one of the feedback sheets for Rain Man said, why didn't he just snap out of it? Uh, I think that just goes to show how, <laughs> how dumb are test so audiences stupid. are. The other thing, I don't think they, they really get the general public anymore, though. No. I think it's just because everything's so secretive. It's probably just like a pool of people. Who other they like? And stuff who now. have to sign NDAs yeah. and like all I, I this think, other shit? I think I think it's more like in the case of Disney, it's like people who know, like the family of people who work. Oh not yeah, like, yeah, that makes just sense. So, just so they can be like, hey, if this leaks, you're out. Yeah, like they know they've got a bit yeah. of like collateral. Because if they just let strangers in, they'll just go and be like, oh my god, yeah, Iron man dies. I'm telling everyone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I will tell the world. <laughs> Um, if it's Disney, they'll just kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll just disappear. Oh, allegedly, allegedly. 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 If any of us disappear, you know come looking. <laughs> Look for Mickey Mouse. 
Um, so Stephen King <laughs> start digging at Disneyland. Yeah. Oh. oh god, there's too much. As push. if they transport you that far. Nick, look at all the push out the window, man. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah um, they could buy that land out there. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> they probably already own it. <laughs> they own the world. Anyway, um, allegedly. So, Stephen King's name was mostly left off the advertising because of his just, reputation writing like horror and pulp fiction stories like Carrie and The Shining. I didn't even know until about half an hour before you guys arrived when I Googled oh, really? to write down the cast list and yeah. it's like story by Stephen King and I was like, huh, yeah. there, you there you go. It's even in big letters in the opening title sequence. I didn't. I obviously yeah. wasn't looking at the screen at that point. <laughs> they didn't. They like... Because obviously this is so different to all, most of his other stories. Yeah, they, there's no horror. They didn't want that to influence yeah. the audiences that they attracted. Um, so, yeah, they left him off. Yeah. Which I think is a really good thing because I feel smart, like he really. would have overshadowed yeah. the story. Mm. But then again, it might have actually brought in audiences. Who knows? Um, because upon release, it was considered a box office flop. <laughs> um they just, like, didn't fill cinemas, didn't do anything. Reportedly, like, Castle Rock actually paid two people to go and see it or, like, bought them tickets and said, we'll refund these tickets to you if you don't like the movie. Did they refund them? I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> find that. Um, but, wow. yeah, so it was kind of a bit of a flop due to mm. a few reasons, mostly because it was up against... Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction. Right. Um, well, isn't that why it's on TV all the time now? Because yeah, the syndication exactly. rights were like super cheap because exactly. it never made that much money. So yeah. anyone can they kind of... They wanted to get it out there. Yeah. Um, what so, a yeah. year for movies. Right? I know. <laughs> um, and it was also kind of like unpopular because it got a bad review in the LA Times. Bloody so, LA Times. How yeah. dare they? Um, and Freeman also blames the movie's title for its initial flop. He was like, who's going to remember how to say Shawshank? But what would you call it? Well, yeah, exactly. Like. Exactly. Um, yeah, the, I, I can't think of one. Yeah. The film um, didn't really begin prison. to. Was just, prison. Just break. prison. No, just or prison. Just, just redemption. Just prison. No, just prison. <laughs> just prison. Okay. Andy in prison. That's it. So you call it it's Andy Sound in prison. shit. I wouldn't yeah, say that. Yeah, <laughs> I would not watch that. <laughs> that was the word. I was trying to find a really bad name <laughs> to replace it. That just makes me think like Andy from Toy Story in prison. Yeah, every it's time we say Andy now, I'm yeah. just thinking Toy Story. Maybe they're the same person. We don't know. Mm. Oh, no, no, we do know. <laughs> it's a hundred years apart. Yeah. Well, not a hundred, but. A long while. 60. Um, so the film didn't really begin to gain traction until it was nominated for seven Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Actor for Freeman. And then people were like, oh, maybe this is okay. <laughs> <laughs> seven nominations? Best um, Picture? What is, what's this? <laughs> um, but it didn't win any. That's bullshit. I know. Bloody robbed me. Um, but the following year, it became the most rented title on VHS. There you go. Yeah. So, I, I think it should have won at least something. But, yeah, I think yeah, Forrest Gump kind of Yeah, it won the Japanese dominated. something award for best foreign language film. Yeah. In Japan. Mm. So, that's an award. Just a bloody good movie. 
Um, so today, the Shawshank Redemption tops IMBD's, IMDB's <laughs> top 250 cinema favourites list with more than a million votes. Um, having passed The Godfather in 2008, which is now trailing behind by 300,000 votes. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Citizen Kane, the kind of like greatest movie ever made, comes in at 66. Yeah, shit. So, yeah. Did we agree that Citizen Kane was the greatest movie ever made? Or I agreed I just... that it wasn't. Yeah, I think. I don't think it I is. I can't remember it's what I like, said. It's just always like lauded as the greatest movie yeah. ever well, made. Well, because so. it, it was the first one to do all the things that people like. That everyone yeah. does in every movie now. Yeah. 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 But it's just like, eh. Um, and yeah, I've kind of already said. The greatest Spider Man 2, let's be honest. I've kind of already said all my fun facts, but um, I've just got one last one. The last word spoken in the movie is hope. Oh, that's sweet. I have a fun fact. Yes. So when the script was originally like... They were started casting and stuff. It still had Rita Hayworth. Rita Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. And um, some agent approached the studio and was like this script's the best thing i've ever read yes yeah, so many people and it's like yeah. he was representing some model he's like this script's the best thing i've ever read you know such and such would be the perfect for the role of like rita hayworth <laughs> and the studio was like sorry what <laughs> because all these people thought that rita hayworth was like an actual character in it yeah so people yeah. without even reading the script were just were trying auditioning to like for it. audition for the role of rita hayworth and it's like this isn't a person in the story, like in the, the in the script. She doesn't exist. <laughs> and like, yeah, the studio was like, "You haven't read this. Yeah. Like, oh, that's the greatest thing I've ever read." And it's like, Rita Hayworth's not in it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it what the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> moron? There's actually only two women in the entire movie, and they only speak a they speak less than thirty words in the entire movie. Oh wow! Do this, the wait? Is did it, the two women have a conversation with each other? No. Well, okay. Oh, one it, it doesn't one pass is, pass scale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one is the wife, and like eight of the words she says is "Oh God," because she's getting oh. murdered, yeah. oh, or because she's <laughs> having sex. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Oh. And Same then thing. the other one is <laughs> um, Same shit. Rita Hayworth in the movie. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. Oh. But then, like. Oh no! There's the two the two ladies in the halfway houses, and they never say anything. They just present both men keys to their houses, and then they that's it for five seconds. Mm. But yeah, like yeah, it's just it's a guy movie. It's male prison. Like there's women in male even working in male prisons in the 40s and 50s. Like that's just not a thing. (laughs) Because that would just would have been what's not good. Would have been very similar to the Melbourne Hotel lockdown. What? Currently. Oh, yes. Well, the security guards were banging the people in the hotels and then they all got coronavirus. Oh, my God. And now everyone has coronavirus in Melbourne. Yay. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have Corona. you guys got anything Don't else to add? Don't that throat clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. You're mm? good? Have you got anything else to add? No, that, that was my <laughs> yeah, idea. Okay, so, Jacob, else? would yeah. you watch this again? Yes. Good. <laughs> Nick, would you watch this again? Yes, it'll probably be on TV again at some point soon, so why not? Yes, yeah. and I would 100% watch this Perfect. again. Perfect. It's just... Should we, like, okay, what is your greatest movie of all time? 
if not the Shawshank. Okay, that's not, a secret. Uh, it's not actually Spider Man Two. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait two weeks and I'll let you know. Carry on. It's not that. One. No, just just wait two it's weeks and sure. I'll let you know. It's not. Yeah, that I'll tell one. you. I'll tell everyone in two weeks what my greatest movie of all time is. But you it's think fine. it's Return of the King? No, it's not. But I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you now. It's gonna be like Batman or something. No, don't worry about it. Anyway. Um. Oh gee. It's a secret. I have mine. Do you want me to is say it this? Yeah. No. Well, okay, is it your favourite or the greatest? Like, I think it's the greatest movie that I've okay. ever seen. Okay. It's called Francis Ha, and it stars and was directed by Greta Gerwig. And it's in black and white, and it just kind of like follows this young woman around New York, and it's just like her story. And it's just very, very relatable and very just... Oh, I can't explain it because it's just so perfect. It's my favorite movie, like, and the greatest movie I've probably ever oh, seen. Oh, it's both. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you guys I know what my favorite movie <laughs> is from that episode that doesn't exist. Oh, true. The, the episode that we right. did that oh, never saw the light of day. Okay. That's an excellent movie. Yeah, no, yeah. That, I, that's I my that. favorite, but it's also definitely not the greatest movie of all time. But one yeah. day everyone will find out what that is. But I until think, then, yeah, sorry. True. I think my favorite is probably Back to the Future Two, but the yeah, I, that's I, but a fucking I, good movie. But I, yeah. know, I but I know it's not the greatest. But oh, and actually, completely unrelated. But have you seen the deleted scene? I hadn't seen this when we did the episode. But there's a deleted scene where you see old Biff die when he comes back. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, it's horrifying. It's like how does he die? Well, because he's changed to the past, so he comes back to the future, even though he shouldn't be able to, because he's changed yeah. the future. But it took a while. But, but him coming back, I think, then cemented the timeline. It, I guess it sets. Yeah. And like he like collapses behind some bins or something when like Marty and Doc yeah, get back yeah. in the DeLorean and just, just go back to the past. And he just goes, ah, oh, he's like in shitloads of pain. Pretty much just like a heart attack and just disappears. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that yeah, is horrifying. Right. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm glad that I wasn't in the movie. It would have made it real. A real dark. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Golly gosh. The greatest one, couldn't tell you. Mm. Maybe I've never seen it. Mm. True. You never know. This is up there for me, though. This is pretty great. Yeah. That's no, good shit. Okay, should we move on? Jacob? So, yeah, what we've been watching Watching and what we're excited for. Kat, since you're, you know, leading us this week, you can go first. So. Uh Uh-oh. I watched watched Joker. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about you you watched that. And I really didn't enjoy it. Like. No, I'm okay with with that. That's fine. Yeah, me too. I want to know why, though. Cinematography wise, it was really nice. Yep. Like the use of colours and lighting and all that was yep. just like perfect. Why was Joaquin Phoenix nominated for an Oscar though? You tell me. Because um controversy and whatever. I don't know. Like, it's just like it's Because the Academy's stupid. I don't think that was an Oscar winning performance, let alone an Oscar nomination performance compared to the other other movies up for Compared like, to like no, nineteen seventeen, yeah, Adam for Driver should have won, Adam fucking won that. Leo I, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, yeah. like, I will die on yeah. that mountain. But no, like that was I. I was like expecting something phenomenal and I, like yeah. No, I, I think yeah. it was yeah. not. It was not, and just like the whole plot. I mean, I I get that it's. 
Joker and it's the DC universe and like. But would you give a shit if it wasn't? Okay, no. the Joker. What I said about this movie when I, I first I saw it. I just, I and like. You can change the names of these that. characters. It's just it doesn't change. Like no, you it, change like you know. He because his name is he says you know call me Joker. That's like a right at the end. Mm. But if you just take out like the Wayne family and yeah, change the say, name, he could literally just be like, "Hey, call me Penguin," and we'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, so it's it's like yeah, he could say "call me anything," but just take out like you know, Thomas and Bruce Wayne, yeah, and just make them any other name, and this is just an ordinary. It's so movie. ordinary. But because it's like, oh my God, it's the Joker and look, that's child Batman. Look, there's Batman's dad. Yeah. And he's like walking around because he's not dead yet. It. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. Like it's the Joker. But like you take out the like four DC references in this entire film because mm. you've got the t- like the Wayne name, Arkham Asylum, yeah. like Joker. And there's like one other thing. And it's like, yeah. it's just an ordinary and movie it about a dude going. Ex- it's like a shit yeah. person, a taxi driver. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like the whole like, I don't know, like clowns overtaking Gotham yeah, City it's, or whatever. It's, yeah, like, it's it, so dumb, so unrealistic. Like as if that would actually yeah. happen. Like, are you trying to make a gritty kind of real world Joker movie, or are you trying to make something that's genuinely fiction like choose one yeah i think they would have i would have liked it more because i went in hoping they would make some sort of change to the batman mythos like they'd do something kind of out of left field like i thought maybe he would like meet the waynes in the alley and like kill bruce wayne or something yeah it's just like a a something yeah different because everyone knows what happens yeah and it just felt like an afterthought yeah but this is sort of like and everyone knows like, he's going mad. I feel like, like, oh shit, we, yeah, we're supposed to kill the Waynes. Yeah. There you go, just do it, bang. I feel like Pearls. the only like big reveal in this is that like Wayne's his father or whatever. And then it, like, but, like, but that's not. so obvious. Yeah, and, and he's not. Yeah, it's just because like, the mum was a fucking going. psycho as well. And she's like, oh, but it's your father. There is no. no he was just your boss and you're a psychopath. Yeah, it's just, I don't think it's a good movie. No. It it's, it's you, it doesn't you deserve just, that. You know right. where it's going to no. go. Yeah, too. yeah. Like just the whole. I, I I felt like I was less tolerant of it too because I was just sitting there like having to pee the whole time. It was a horrible because <laughs> I <laughs> like yeah I I learnt my lesson from that. But I was just sitting there being like, finish now, finish now. Yeah. But like I know where this is going. It's probably yep, the shittest version there, of. He's, Shooting him, yeah, this is exactly what I expected. But it's yeah. probably like the shittest version of a Joker origin and the Batman origin. Uh, I, I, I think it does. It does good stuff. I, some like they tackle really good like real world stuff, like um, people with like mental health issues yeah. and like yeah. how they like get their funding cut and he has no way to get medication. Yeah. I like shit like that, but it just at, at a certain point it just kind of stopped offering up stuff like that and yeah. and also the fridge that he gets inside. Someone looked at the model of the fridge and if they shut the door from the inside you actually can't open it because there's a latch yeah. to open the door on the handle. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like no, the, he'd be stuck th- in that fridge. He'd be dead. There's a fan theory where like apparently like everything that movie, sets yeah. after that is in his yeah. head. Like he just died in the fridge makes and sense. everything after that. Like that like, that's funny. I'll but. take that. That makes the movie more interesting. <laughs> Would you want to yeah. see him as the Joker in anything else that no. is DC? So, like, no. at the moment, there's two options that, like, you have him come up against Ben Affleck and replace Jared Leto, or you have him come up against Robert Pattinson mm. 
and have that kid as junior Robert Pattinson, you know. Just and either way, yeah. like it's like no, like that I, that would slightly make sense for Affleck because Jared Leto's Joker is not the Joker really. Like he's not like the Joker, but you could say yeah. he was inspired by Phoenix's Joker, and yeah. that's like. It's kind of moved but, on, but... but even they're then, not like, even in the same unit, like... Well, nothing. In they're, not. they're not. See, but, I just want a version uh, of the Joker. That, it made a billion dollars, so they're going to try and do it something yeah. with it again, surely. But, like, I just want, like, you just want a version of the Joker, that, like, you know, the version that fell into the vat of, like, toxic yeah, chemicals. Yeah, I was waiting for yeah. that to happen. And, like, it I'd affected him. I'd like to him, see him but in also, the like, asylum. But, like, that whole, like, vat of chemicals, didn't just, it, like, affected him mentally. Yeah. And, like, he went insane yeah but it also physically affected him like the joker is a lot stronger than like the average like person yeah like in everything he's done in the comics and like he became something else. and like you know you just mm. want to like the joker it's like because they did like in suicide squad they had harley quinn fall into yeah. it and she comes out as a freaking psycho and it's like yeah she was going insane but like once she went into that like it, it was just like kind of exacerbated the process yeah, yeah. and it's like and that she was exposed sense. to the toxin and it's like yeah mm. okay like look makes sense so like even in this if they did done something i would have liked mm. something closer to the comics i think i want the comic version so bad and that's why i thought affleck was gonna be like but heath, yeah. heath ledger like in the dark knight trilogy is probably like the closest we oh, got he's phenomenal but that. like even but then, it's own, like, he's not really. It's like yeah. its own there's, little. Yeah. There's there's world. more to him, but I'm fine with it. Like yeah. that works for those yeah. movies. But yeah. But like, yeah, if you have a comic comic accurate Joker, like he's a man that pretty much tricked Superman into killing his own wife. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he's this Joker could not do that. He is mm. the ultimate supervillain. Like that, he's essentially the smartest person in the DC like universe. Yeah. And he is a mat. Like the Joker is someone that can go up against the justice league and be a formidable opponent. Yeah. Yeah. Not by someone himself. that got beaten up by some teenagers in the street. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, you know, yeah, the movie was shit anyway. Yeah, thanks, Kat. I, I don't think it was <laughs> shit, but like, I don't know. I, I, I went like 55 yeah. minutes without ranting about something and here we are. Well, <laughs> okay, you might go the, on a rant the about po- the, the plot is shit. Oh, no. The plot is shit. I'll She's give you gonna that. going to give but... me a second rant. Oh. oh, no. What else did you Maybe watch? I should save it for next week. Yeah, okay. Save it for I'll next week. I'll save it for next week. Okay. Okay. Because I also have a lot to say about it. Okay, we'll save it for next week. Okay, we'll save it for next week. Nick, what have you been? I've been very busy. I've watched... I've watched two things. I'll, I'll watch the first one. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the first one first because you spoke about it last week, I think. Did I? Yes, I I saw The Invisible Man. Oh, oh okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I did. Okay, I'm going to have to watch it now, guys. So, <laughs> my, so like, I said I wouldn't go to the movies. I think I, I can't remember if I said this on air, but I was like, I'm not going to the movies. Yeah, you went, to the, movie? like, you went my, to the movies? You went to the movies? I was out. My friends like, would to go to the movies? I was like, yeah, okay. It was only us there. What was it and like? Oh, that's cool. Was it, it nice being back in a cinema? It, yeah, I, I had a fun time. And but, seeing a new movie you hadn't seen before? Here's the thing, though. I knew the whole plot pretty much. Well, yeah, I didn't okay, know the whole plot. I knew the ending, though, and I'd been told by you what it is very enthusiastically, <laughs> and I'd been told by someone else very unenthusiastically. And? I thought it was fine. Thank like, you. I, I, liked, <laughs> I liked the rest of the movie a lot more. Yeah. But... How good is like some when he's standing on the sheets? 
Yeah. That's um, terrifying. Oh, the sound the sound design's so good. Yeah. But, okay, so because we're in a, a theatre by ourselves, I felt no guilt in just, like, talking about yeah. the movie yeah. while we were there and just, like, kind of having done that fun. before, yeah. Because we both knew the ending and yeah. we were both okay. just yeah. kind of having, like, a running commentary. I was like, how often am I going to get to yeah. do this? Exactly, yeah. So, we're, we're just sitting there. And um, that scene in the restaurant with her and her sister. <gasps> That's so fucked, man. I, <laughs> Tell <laughs> me. No, you have, to, you have to watch it. I'm not spoiling. Oh, okay. I, I, have to, I, have to watch it I mean, it's out, it's out on DVD now, so yeah. you can just look it up on YouTube. But I, I, I yelled. I audibly yelled. I'm <laughs> going, oh my god, yeah, that's so, that, fu- that's so fucked. <laughs> yeah, like that's. And the woman sitting next to him, that like next to him, just turns and is just like screaming. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, and he, okay, everyone listening, I apologize for like just essentially screaming in your ears then. But, like, even if you don't want to watch the whole movie, just find the scene online in the restaurant, just Invisible Man restaurant scene, and just watch that, because it will mess with your head, mm. and it's so fucked. But also, like, being invisible, that's such a genius thing to do. Yeah. Like... I, I also, I'm, I'm fine with it being a suit now. I want to... Like, at the yeah. time, I was like... Why don't they just make him actually invisible and he's stuck make, like that? But the suit makes sense, doesn't it? The suit does it make, make more for the sense. plot when you find out everything. Yeah. The suit makes perfect sense. My my one gripe with it was you know the scene with the paint. You had to get it off so fast. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, it was like twenty seconds. Yeah. So seriously, and it's like he just went like, just in the sink too. Like don't even a shower. It's like you yeah. shook it off like a dog. Yeah, like, maybe the suit has like an inbuilt like. Cleaning system in case something like that happens. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But yep. it looked cool. It looks really good for like... I, oh, I yeah. Think the budget was like tiny, but... Yeah, it's great. I mean, you can spend a lot on those little bits when the majority of the time you can't see it. Yeah, very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just people reacting in a room. Nah, yeah. I suppose. And floating sharp objects. Do you reckon we'll see yeah. the, the suit again? Yeah. They're making another one. Well, they're We're doing... getting an invisible woman for sure. Oh, okay. I could have guessed that. <laughs> 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 she found it last week. <laughs> yeah. But they're doing um, the Wolfman. Yeah, they are too. Yeah. Who's going to be the Wolfman? Ryan Gosling. Ryan, yes. Oh, yeah. The we goose. spoke about yeah. that. Yeah, so that last I'm week. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Can I talk about the other thing I watched? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Billy Madison. It was just on Netflix. And I was like watching something. What I is l- it? What? What is it? I don't... The Adam Sandler movie from like oh no wonder I fucking hate ago. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell, I cannot stand either of them. I refuse to watch any of their movies. Like I went through my phase where I was like, oh Adam Sandler sucks, but no, nah, like suck. You were right then. <laughs> watch Uncut Gems. Okay, I did watch that and enjoyed that. Okay. But not well, because of Adam Sandler. But Adam Sandler sucks in, every, like, most things, though. Like, Oh, yeah. well, that's the thing. A lot of it's really not funny. I mean, like, Kathy like, Gilmore's good, but, like... No, I think I like him in, a like, a serious role yeah. rather than a Oh, 100%, role. but he only does, like, one a decade, so... Yeah, yeah but, like, when he... In, like, what's the... What's that movie called with, like, the families and it? it's, like, all those dudes? Grown-ups. Yeah, yep. they suck. Stupid. I do and, like, not want to watch them. Sucks. Yeah, I have not seen Pixels. Have not seen that. Terrible. But um, yeah. Oh, actually, you know, have you seen Billy Madison? No. No. Well, the villain in it is the dad from Get Out. 
huh. And it's really weird just seeing him as a younger man with hair and like... <laughs> I mean, not, a much younger man. And, and no beard, yeah. And no beard. Right. That's wild. But, and it's kind of problematic as well. I was watching and I was How like... How old is that dude? The da- Oh, he'd be like in his 60s now, maybe. Or is he actually 83 like Morgan Freeman? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. That's so weird. Because my brain, like, that's... Movie can't be that old. Hmm. Like, Billy Madison can't be that up. Like, you know. It would have been like mid 90s. Yeah, I think it was just brain, after like, Happy Gilmore. So, yeah, like, in yeah. my brain, that doesn't compute. Like, no. the dad in that can be that age. Can, that's, can yeah. Be the, yeah, well, he, what? he's supposed to be a bit older than Billy Madison. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. that doesn't work in my yeah, head. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't add up. Because how old's Adam Sandler now? He'd be like 50, wouldn't he? Good. Getting on. He'd have to be, <laughs> he'd have to be in his 50s, yeah? <laughs> Adam Sandler would have to be in his I'm yeah, ignoring I like, Kat's statement there that was well. kind of brutal. Please <laughs> stop making movies. Okay. I'm right. going to move on from that. Um, <laughs> fun thing for the people at home. Watch like Billy Madison or something, then watch Uncut Gems just as like a little then like, and now. comparison. Yeah. I don't begrudge Uncut Gems for having Adam Sandler in it. He is a good no, actor No, it fully in works. That. I want to watch it again. Like, yeah. Even though it's not that old, I'm like... Right, well, mm. I yes. have watched two and a half seasons of How I Met Your Mother <laughs> since we last recorded. Nice. Were you going to say two and a half, man? I was going to say what? No. Um, I've seen it so many times before. Like, mm. the early stuff is just so good. It is. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just the best. And there's like... It's a shame it became horrible at the end. But it's the last yeah. seasons is not good. Well, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Who shoot... No. No, I mean <laughs> the, the, the whole last the, the last whole last season, season like that wedding yeah. that's, of the last season, yeah. right? Could have been the last like three episodes of yeah. s- the season before, yeah, right? And then season nine could have just been like watching like Their Ted life. and the mum go from like that season could have been from them starting to date, and the season finale of the whole show. Should have just been their wedding. Yeah, yeah. not that. Not yeah. That should have been the last season. Of that show should have been okay. You know, it shouldn't have been from them Robin signing Trubisky to date in a funny ass wig, <laughs> leaning out a window. It just I I, I get so why the, I get sticking to your guns, but they went the show just went past that point. It had just yeah. been too long to then it go should back have just and. Been the but that's just what you should have done. Like, is that that last season mm. should have just been okay? Watch yeah. them date, have her interact with the group. Yeah. And then, okay, they're married or even like married and she's pregnant. And then it's like, okay, see, cool. We've seen the kids like yeah, done. And also I hate that Barney changes over like all these seasons from like a womanizer to like a good dude. And then just and then gets divorced, reverts. But yeah. then he reverts again when he like knocks up a stripper or something. I'm like, yeah. you didn't need that last part. Like, yeah, it's no. But at the moment, in halfway through season three, it's still so good and it's great. Maybe stop at one season. Four. I'm gonna stop yeah. at season eight. Probably stop when like I don't know when like Marshall's dad dies or something though. Oh, I feel like that's like that's, I feel like that's when that it is peaks. like one of the saddest moments in television. Yeah, and he's like his dad's barely even in. Also, I noticed that I Marshall's family isn't at their wedding. Really? What? Oh yeah, because they just have it in the park. No, but like then when you go inside to the actual wedding and there's like a full thing inside the wedding, like the reception. Oh, it's just all extras. Uh, right? It's extras. There's Lily's mum. Like Lily's dad, who's introduced later, isn't there. And like all of Marshall's family's not there. And I'm like, Marshall's family 
Like, there's like yeah. cast that recurs yeah. with the whole show. And they've been in several episodes before this. Lily's mum was like six episodes, was introduced like six episodes before and she's in it. It's like, why aren't his parents interacting in this? Like, why isn't Marshall's mum there? Were they in it before? Yeah. yeah. You've probably seen them like three times, four times pop up. Mm. And then they nod at the wedding and it's like, what? They're behind the camera. Yeah. It's, like, it's so weird. I was like, I'm like, why aren't they in this? They're just out of frame. Weird. Very but apart weird. from, yeah, I've just been watching that. It's just passing the time. As see, I, I, I kind of want to go back and watch single episodes of it, but I don't want to get stuck and no, then see, I just want episode be disappointed one again. That's all right. I started House again, so that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, you can watch three episodes in an hour of this, and it's like, yeah, it's sick. True. Like, yeah. it's just quick and easy. Anyway. That's why I watch Sunny all the time. Yeah. Need to watch that. Should we wrap yes, up? Yes, you do. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you can reach us at Watchigan Podcast on Instagram and Facebook or at watchiganpod at gmail.com. Leave us a review on iTunes and to the person, the anonymous person that left the review asking for Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. you I got hope it. you're happy and please let us know how we did talking about the movie because like you and asked you for are. it and you got it. Coward. So, you know, <laughs> we want them to reach out again. We want them to send us an email or, you know, because they send us a Facebook message. So we're just going to know who they are. But, you know, send, yeah, an, send an anonymous annoying. email and like, let us know. What, how, or just what, leave us another anonymous review. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. add your thoughts in about why you like or dislike Shawshank Redemption. And, mm. and Adam Sandler. Maybe things even. that like we yeah. missed that you wanted or us Joker. to talk about <laughs> and we'll, yes. we'll talk about them later. Yeah. Anyway. So, um. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will catch you guys next week. As always, I am Jacob. I'm Kat. And I'm Nick. Bye. Bye. Nick's not going to say bye. Bye.